Welcome to another episode of Two Brothers Review the Podcast. I'm Reed Turley. And I'm Ty Turley. And, uh, you know, it's bleak midwinter, as we say. So we hope we hope that all our listeners view this as a ray of sunshine, like one of those artificial lights people have in their house in the wintertime, so they get the vitamin D they need. Yeah? That's ascribing a lot of power to us, but I do hope people feel that way when they listen. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, you gotta get you out of the, the midwinter blues. What's the isn't there a Christmas song about bleak midwinter? Yes, I there is. You want okay, me to sing it. You want me to sing it, don't you? Please don't. <laughs> I don't think we have I don't think we can pay the royalties for that. Can you auto-tune me later? <laughs> uh today we are gonna be talking about Megan. Uh but before we get to that tie, what is your favorite movie with evil AI? Well, okay, I don't have a favorite movie with evil AI. Like, I don't really like AI movies, to be honest. They're kind of usually annoying to me. But the one I thought of was her. I I have some fond memory of it. That AI is not evil. Well, it doesn't help him, does it? Doesn't it, like, cripple him, sort of, emotionally? I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's not evil. You're right. It's, uh, but is it dangerous? Yes. Oh, the, the perils of technology. Yeah. The real, a real metaphor for our times. Uh, exactly. I, I think for me, it's, it's the Matrix. I think they do it, you know, cut pretty early on. And I don't think I knew what really was going on on computers and the internet. But in like 1999, they had this whole world figured out. Okay. Yeah. You're not a Matrix fan, huh? I mean, not really, honestly. I remember, I mean, I've watched it twice, I think, and both times it's just been like, eh. <laughs> okay. Not not for Ty. Well, let's let's move on to Megan then. How was this movie for you? No, I don't think so. I don't know. I mean, no. <laughs> yeah. It it was a weird. I mean, I usually don't see horror movies either, and this is sort of branded as a horror movie, right? But I think mistakenly yeah, me too. I was I was surprised. I I don't know if like because it's a Blumhouse movie and Blumhouse makes scary movies like that's kind of their thing. And this movie felt like a little too comedic to be horror, but not funny enough to be comedic either. The tone was so weird. The tone was so yeah. weird. Like like um, I'm trying to like uh, it would be a scene where it's very serious, and then it would say one line where it's like wait, what? That was weird. Is that supposed to be a joke? And it would just be so at such random times that it just never like set a pattern that made sense to me. And like from the very beginning, the tone of the ad for those like Furby style toys is like ridiculous satire, right? Like this toy like eats and poops and <laughs> farts. Reed, we don't use words like that on our <laughs> podcast. Sorry, I meant to mark this one explicit. I said poop. <laughs> Mom listens. <laughs> and then it goes from that into a car crash where her parents die. Yeah. No, it's just, <laughs> it's like very uneven. It didn't, it, it didn't make sense because also like when you do it, I think it would have been so much better as a comedy where it actually was like consistently comedic. Yeah. But maybe I don't watch enough horror movies. Maybe it's really hard to do a horror comedy. I don't know. No, I think it. I think it is like it's, it's not a easy genre to pass. But were any of the kills like scary or? Mm. Well, you don't even see the dog one, which I think is interesting. 
feels like that was a missed opportunity. You can't show people killing a dog. Okay. Okay. That's like... But you can show them killing the owner of the dog? Yeah, she was mean. Thai people? Wow. You, you can't find a movie where they kill a dog besides John Wick. And you saw what happened to those guys. <laughs> and that's the inciting incident because that's over the line. Um, but, but the murder of the neighbor was pretty awful. Yeah. Could a power washer do that? It seemed unrealistic. Well, that's, yeah, that's the other thing. It was kind of like cartoonishly not realistic. Yeah. But, but, yeah, but she stapled, I don't know, she stapled or she nailed her hand to something. I mean, that's awful. Yeah. It, no, that was gross. And she chases the kid onto the street. She pulls his ear that, I mean, that was disgusting. Like, is that, it made me wonder, is that what happens if you pull an ear really hard? Like, does it really take that long for it to rip? <laughs> I don't, I think you could submit that question to Mythbusters. Yeah. I'm sure they did their research. How? <laughs> With their dog? No. 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 Some weird cadaver labs outside of America. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It just was too uneven to me. Yeah, I, I liked the character, like the lead. I thought she played like this kind of cold, I don't know, un- she was like unable to engage with her niece. Yeah. But like... I don't know. Isn't it so? Well, I think it was so obvious that this doll was turning evil. Like she was clueless to that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The, the, and also like the montage that gets her, the doll made was ridiculous. Like a huge leap, right. In one night or it made it seem like it was in one week or one night. And somehow she downloads an AI system. Like the, the whole thing is the AI system is evil, but she just co-opted it. She just downloaded one random from the internet, I guess. She didn't write it. Oh, I don't know. Are you sure? That's what it she made it. Write that's that what system. It. Well, in, in the dog attack, they showed like a little spark on her neck and like it, something shorted out in the doll. <laughs> okay. But they don't really, I mean, but did, is that, did that happen? Did that cause the doll to turn evil at that point forward? Well, yeah, I don't know. But then also like everyone, everyone knows with AI, you have to have safeguards. And I guess she just forgot to put them in. I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah, the rules of robotics. Like, iRobot has that. Everyone does. Everyone does. Do yeah. no, do no harm. Whatever. Yeah. Did this, did this movie make you think about AI in like a, a interesting, meaningful way in terms of what our society should do or anything like that? No, it it did not. Um. <laughs> no, which I think is a I think is a mark against it too. Like, it didn't get to any. It didn't get to some deeper resonance about. AI and its dangers. Well, there was just no re- reality in it. Like, right. This this doll is insane. It's a ten thousand dollar toy. Like, wh- why would you make the doll so strong? <laughs> I don't know. That's true. Should should a doll be able to rip a human's ear off? No. No. Thank you. <laughs> so it's like maybe you don't make the, the body out of titanium, and I don't know. It just yeah, that is silly. I Seems like some, some bad choices. I didn't think about that, but that is silly. That's true. And then it was so obvious they were going to use Bruce to defeat her in the end. <sighs> you all, What? I didn't see it coming, Reed, okay? I truly was just like, oh, okay, when she like finally goes crazy, they're going to have to use Bruce. <laughs> oh, aren't you a little writer? I, <laughs> I'm not. I thought it was very telegraphed. Yeah. 
Chekhov's robot. Uh, you're probably right. But I, I mean, I guess they have, like, I would be more upset if they just went into the garage and there was this robot they used to fight Megan at the end. Like, <laughs> that would be a more difficult thing to swallow, I guess. So I, maybe there's no winning. Yeah. Um, why did the doll dance down the hallway? I don't know, but I love a good dance move. <laughs> no, it doesn't make any I mean, sense. It's hilarious. It's I, hilarious, though. I think that that's like what made it go viral, right? Like that scene in the trailer and then people were talking about it. Like, cause it was insane and it is funny. <laughs> it is funny. <laughs> and the CEO's response is just like, Oh no. <laughs> like what? The? I mean, it doesn't feel like they knew it was going to be funny, but it was funny. Yeah. Uh, and then she tramped the AI is in that little home pod now. Like Megan is still alive. We think. Oh, yes. Like there could be a sequel where the house is. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were definitely setting that up. Yeah. Yeah. Within the Siri equivalent thing. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I think this movie did well. I would not be surprised they made a sequel, but how is the Megan going to manifest or move? Or is it just like your refrigerator is not going to start making ice anymore? Read Bruce, Bruce Reed. Oh, title. I don't hate that. I saw that coming. I don't know how you did it. <laughs> but also, what if the what if the ice cubes like formed into a robot? Yeah, uh, who knows? Or it's a Terminator situation. They're gonna build a robot somehow. Well, for itself. I mean, the 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 Siri assistant is connected to the internet. Like, all you got to do is find a a lab in China that's got an internet connection, and you can order whatever you need. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, anything else we didn't hit on for this one, Ty? You liked or didn't like? Well, what did you think of the facial expressions? Of, I mean, was I didn't I meant to look it up. I forgot to. But is the doll played by a girl, a real actor? It must be. I think when she's moving around, it is. And then I think when it's like close ups, it is a puppet, a robotic puppet. Oh, OK. I mean, creepy doll. <laughs> yes. Dolls are always so creepy. That's why I think that's why I think the new Barbie movie should be a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> but it won't be. I am, I mean, yeah, that one, that one looks pretty crazy, but I would think not horror. It's not the way Mattel is going to go with the Barbie movie. <laughs> sadly, sadly. How wild if that was just all under wraps, though, and that's what it is. <laughs> like how, like, Barbie's actually evil when you give her a chance. <laughs> uh, all right, Ty, what are you going to rate Megan out of five? Um, what are you going to rate it? Okay, I'll go first. That's fair. I'm going to give it a two. Dang it. I was hoping you'd do three. I'm going to give it a one. We all, why, why do we even both rate anymore? I should just rate and then yours will be read minus one. I know. Ugh. The ever pessimist tie. So sad. I would never. This wasn't a good movie. <laughs> no, I wouldn't recommend it to people. No. But it, just watch the trailer for that hall dance scene. I don't know. Yeah. All right. What else do you have to recommend for our listeners? Well, um,. What else? Let me think. <laughs> Why don't you go first? Yeah, what a, what a surprise I would ask that question right now. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I was so focused on the doll situation. Yeah. Okay, uh, yeah, no, I, I've got one. I uh, watched the first four episodes of Poker Face on Peacock with Natasha Leone, created by Ryan Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Have you heard about this? For sure, watched yeah. It? I haven't watched it. I thought I thought it was really good. And I like that it kind of like each like there's she's 
moving around like her story like kind of continues but really every episode is a self-contained mystery yeah i've heard it's good i've read good things about it i don't know if i could take another ryan johnson thing so soon i need space between it doesn't feel like it does not feel like glass onion okay if you say so i <laughs> give give it 10 minutes watch the first 10 minutes all right i can do that yeah I watched The Breakfast Club recently on the airplane. Have you watched it? Uh, the John Hughes movie? I, yeah. yeah. I think so. I kind of liked it. First time? This is your first time yeah, seeing it? Yeah, first time. The characters, I don't know, they stay with you and they're not, like, nothing big happens, but I get what he's doing where he's just trying to show, like, the angst of high schoolers. Were you a John Hughes fan as a, I mean... I'm not that old. These, these are a little before you, right? Yeah. 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 Okay, but people had VHSs in 1998. <laughs> Reed, do you know our parents? Yeah. Were we watching a John uh, Hughes movies? I don't think so. That's fair. No, we, we, we can only watch Clear and Present Danger. Huh, which I am thankful for. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. The Breakfast Club, that's, you know, 30 years in the making. Recommendation. Yeah. Get on that. Check it out. Well, thanks for joining us for another episode of Two Brothers Review, the podcast. I'm Reed Turley. And I'm Ty Turley, and if this didn't bring you out of the doldrums, nothing will. Well, I don't mean that, like, don't give up, though. Like, (laughs) keep trying. I'm like, have some hot chocolate, take a bath, Yeah, (laughs) read a book. Like, there's a lot of things you still could do if this podcast was not your cup of tea. Call reader Ty. (laughs) So we'll say hi. Bye. Bye. Bye.